The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network The Bob Seska Show Presented by BubbleGenius.com Hey folks, Bob here with this week's Bubble Genius Showcase Item of the Week If the Twitter toddler in the White House has you completely stressed out Head on over to BubbleGenius.com And pick up their exclusive Republican voodoo doll Featuring the face and body of our cartoon dictator this item is only available for a limited time, so get yours now. Only $25 at BubbleGenius.com, with a third of the proceeds going to support the campaigns of resistance candidates across the country. Plus, if you use our promo code BOBC at checkout, you'll get 15% off your entire order only at BubbleGenius.com. And now, let the cartoons begin. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters. Relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Are you Gus's son? I'm Owen. You the shower curtain fella? Yeah, yeah, Del Griffin. How are you? This is Neil Page from Chicago. Hi. Pleased to meet you both. <clears throat> I'm to drive you to Wichita to catch a train? Yeah, we'd appreciate it. Train don't run out of Wichita. Hmm? Unless you're a hog or a cattle. <clears throat> People train runs out of stub, Bill. That'll be fine. That'll, That'll be, be just fine. Oh. Oh, leave it be. Get your lazy behind out here and put that trunk up in the back. Oh, no, no, the word we've got it. It's very heavy. She don't mind. She's short and skinny, but she's strong. Her first baby? Come out sideways. She didn't scream or nothing. Isn't that something? You're a real trooper. <laughs> we've got it. We've got we've it already. Got it. It's done. <laughs> if you vote for me... All of your wildest dreams will come true. The Bob Seska Show. Goddammit! Hello, Bob. <laughs> uh, people train run a Stubville. Uh, it is Tuesday, November 7, 2017. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. I am Bob, and we're brought to you by the best soap in the world. It's BubbleGenius.com. Also brought to you today by Harry's Razors. My favorite, favorite, favorite razors. I am cleanly shaven this morning. No more Wolverine Civil War beards for me. Those days are done. Oh, my God. I love Harry's Razors, uh, a smooth, clean shave from the blade that feels expensive but comes right to my door at half the cost of the big-name brands. That's what I love about shaving with products from Harry's, from the hefty, balanced handle that fits in your hand to the precision-engineered five-blade cartridges, the trimmer blade, lubricating strip, travel cover, Harry's Rich Lathering Shave Gel. It began uh, when two ordinary guys named Jeff and Andy got tired of getting ripped off on blade prices, so they uh, wanted to fix shaving. And they decided to cut out the middleman in that process. They bought their own factory, one that's been making engineered blades for over a century. So now they can ship top quality blades directly to you. The result... 
Quality products at your door for half of what you've been paying. Harry's is all about great shaves for a fair price. That's why uh, over 3 million guys have switched to Harry's. Jeff and Andy are so confident you'll love their products. They want you to go to harrys.com right now and sample their trial shave set for free. That's a $13 value, but all you pay is the shipping. Sign up at harrys.com slash B-O-B-C. Just because you listen to this show, Jeff and Andy will even throw in a free post-shave bomb right there, but only if you log on to harrys.com slash B-O-B-C. Okay, let's bring him in. It's Buzz Burbank. Hello, Buzz. Oh, I got to turn on your mic. Thank you. There you are. Thank you. Thank you. It's it's great to be back. I have to uh, backtrack Mm -hmm. to the opening scene from (laughs) Planes, Trains, and Automobiles (laughs) because I am from Wichita, and I can confirm... I can confirm that train don't run out of Wichita. <laughs> it, it, it it doesn't. It yeah. now it doesn't run. There is no place called Stubbsville, and the train does not run out of Stubbsville. There is a town called Emporia yeah. that you have to drive to from Wichita to even catch a train. Uh, so that's yeah. So I can confirm that part of the. They really did their research uh, on, on this, and and with some. Gentle exaggeration. Uh, they they did a pretty good job of describing my hometown. Oh my God, I'm I'm so glad to be here today. I almost didn't make it. Uh, I was uh, having a landscaping dispute with my neighbor. Oh my God! And uh, I'm just I'm lucky I'm lucky to be here. That's all I can say. That is my favorite story of the week so far. <laughs> Rand Paul and his neighbor yeah. getting into uh, fisticuffs over uh leave leaves blowing uh weed whackers here's here's what you need to know okay. is Rand Paul is a guy his, his <laughs> reputation whether it's in Washington or or in his little subdivision where he lives the gated community that he lives in in Bowling Green Kentucky yeah uh he's known as a guy who doesn't eh, doesn't really care for the rules <laughs> Right. And uh, in a gated community, that uh, makes people uncomfortable. Uh, mm-hmm. For example, the pumpkin patch he has decided to grow uh, in his gated community <laughs> is a, a bit of an irritant to some of his neighbors. <laughs> He's had uh, disputes with his next-door neighbor. They're both doctors. It's two doctors living side-by-side, side, uh, and an ophthalmologist in the case of Dr. Rand Paul mm-hmm. and uh, with uh, the other guy, uh, Rene Boucher. Yeah, and they were Doctor, in practice. Dr. Rain. They yeah, were in practice an, together, weren't they? I mean, they had anest- the same anesthesiologist. Well, yeah. there's there's so much irony here because uh, this guy whose job it is to alleviate pain has put <laughs> Senator Paul in tremendous tremendous pain. Yeah, and 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 so what Rand Paul needs right now is a good anesthesiologist. <laughs> <laughs> and Jesus. and this guy, this guy next door, invented a vest, a special kind of vest that uh, people with back problems wear. Uh, this special kind of vest to alleviate back pain. And uh, you know, I don't know. Depending on how his <laughs> ribs heal, uh, Rand Paul might need that vest at some point. Good God! You know what? I'm listening to all this, and I'm going. It sounds like we're making it up. It's no. sounds. It sounds yeah. like an onion story to me. It's all. Yeah. Oh, I know it does, doesn't it? But yeah. it's all. It's all true, and it's fun. And you know what we were told by uh, Rene Boucher's attorney, Rene Boucher, uh, is that uh, you know this is uh, was over a matter. This argument was not about politics. It was over, even though they, by the way, are diametrically could not be more opposed. I yeah, mean, yeah. and they have argued before about <laughs> politics, so they already hate each other. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Doctor Paul and his next door neighbor Rene Boucher, <laughs> and and apparently they got into it over landscaping in, in this particular instance, uh, and 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 so here we are. But the the lawyer who who said it was a matter that most of us would find trivial 
hasn't bothered to explain what that is. And and like you said, there's been speculation that it was, I've heard it was uh, maybe lawn clippings, yeah. uh, maybe unraked leaves, <laughs> yeah. or something something about saplings. But I mean, whatever it was, Rene Boucher really uh, laid a smackdown on Rand oh, Paul. I mean, Lord, just yeah. annihilated him in, right, in yeah. some horrible way. Involved. I don't know wh- what the hell happened, but I mean, didn't he actually snap an entire rib? I mean, there was actually... Uh, it wasn't just a fracture, I heard, that it was no, an actual no, yeah. break. Like, he snapped yeah. a rib and it bruised his lungs. And Yes, was, multiple uh, multiple uh, bruises or contusions on his lungs and uh, five broken ribs. Uh, this and so this turned out. This is very serious. It's very painful, and uh, Rand Paul is going to be laid up for a very, very long time. That's one fewer senator, yeah, available to vote because Rand Paul is incapacitated and in great pain and will be for some time, and that's one fewer Republican vote available on the floor of the House as they get to, I mean, of the Senate, as they prepare uh, for tax reform. Uh, And and already, of course, uh, poor Senator McCain, who's already battling what is probably a fatal case of Mm -hmm. of, uh, very aggressive cancer, uh, now, as a result of his chemotherapy, has a torn Achilles tendon and is uh, hobbling around Washington in a special boot. <laughs> Jesus and it's Christ. Just, it's like, so, uh, you know, there's now, there's now like an injured list for the Republicans <laughs> in the Senate. And, 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 and they're running out of players. Uh, uh, so yeah. it's, yeah, it's, it's a very, it's all very colorful. It's very strange. And it's just part of the world we live in now, I guess. <laughs> I feel bad for laughing at their misfortune. Well, sure. I, you do. I do. I, I feel badly. And yeah. then I laugh anyway. Yeah. Uh, we, we, you know, I guess, we, well, of course, we wish him uh, recovery. So, um, I would, I'm, in, I'm uh, imagining that Rene Boucher took a weed whacker to uh, to Rand Paul and just and just like swung it like a like a battering ram and jabbed him right and got him right in the chest. Is, was there was there a weapon? I thought he just tackled him. I thought he just you know ran and and, and slammed into the guy. Was I mean, there, if that's the, if that's was the there, case, were, were were lawn implements involved? I didn't hear this. I mean, it, it sounds like I mean to do that kind of damage, yeah, you almost well, have to have a weapon. You know, it's more yeah, than but, just. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, maybe Rand Paul has some sort of brittle bone disease that that his well, neighbor Rene Boucher broke like four of his ribs. I, I, you know, I'd be surprised. I guess that's possible. But uh, <laughs> I watched enough Bones to know that uh, when that many ribs are broken, it, a single weapon wouldn't wouldn't cause that sort of widespread damage. Yeah, yeah. That that whatever slammed him has to be a lot broader than just a, a weed whacker. And it sounds like part of Rand Paul's problem is that he's going, that, you know, he takes his libertarianism to the fullest extent, where it's all, <laughs> all the way down to the homeowners association the rules. Growing pumpkins, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, no, I'm not going to, you know what, not only do I believe in small government, <laughs> but I also believe in small homeowners associations, because we're going to implement Ayn Rand policies here in this neighborhood. <laughs> We're going to turn this into Galt's Gulch for some reason. And then, of course, Rene Boucher has a problem with that. And then, of course, the fisticuffs erupt. erupt. And it just, oh, my God. And I mean, you're right, because now we've we've lost, well, not we, but the Republicans have lost Rand Paul, possibly Mm -hmm. John McCain. 
Uh, right. Susan Collins has expressed uh, intentions to vote no on the uh, mm-hmm. on the on the tech the cut 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 bills what Trump right. call it right and uh, and that's three vroom, that's vroom. all that's all there is I mean if 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 John McCain votes against this thing Rand Paul yeah. obviously can't vote Susan Collins is gonna, probably going to vote no and if it, you know obviously there may be others because this entire tax reform process has been. An utter nightmare. No one likes it. It's probably going to fail. And if it fails, I think that's going to yeah. be the turning point for the Donald Trump presidency. I think that's when the Republicans start to say, hey, you know what? You're, you're absolutely fucking worthless. We're backing away from you 100% here. You, we can't even get a tax cut done with you. So right. why, why are we bothering putting our reputation? Why are we latching our reputations to this fucking nightmare that's going See, on if, the other end. I, here's, this is a lot of this is supposition on my part, but if yeah. a woman goes out with a guy and he experiences uh, erectile dif- dysfunction, <laughs> uh, she might she might be a very understanding and kind and forgiving uh, lover, yeah, and uh, write that off as to well, he, you know, he had a rough day. Uh, <laughs> but if if he is unable to perform on a second uh, later attempt. Uh, then she may begin to draw conclusions <laughs> right. about his current ability to perform, and 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 that is exactly what's what's happening with this Republican Congress, this Republican government, for that matter. That's you know what? That's why I love you so much, Buzz, because of, <laughs> of metaphors like that, where you're comparing <laughs> Donald Trump to having you know, suffering from a, a, a severe erectile dysfunction. When it comes, I'm a, to- <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a simple country boy. That's. All right. Well, and, and funny. Speaking of uh, simple country boy, back to Stubville. I, I remember. I remember seeing that movie. I remember seeing planes, trains, and automobiles on on yeah. videotape. It was after yeah. it had come out, long after it had come out, and I watched right, it again right. on videotape. And it was uh, it was in 1993, and I was interning for you, and I, I walked uh-huh. in because I knew that you lived in Kansas. So you grew up in Kansas. I came into the newsroom one day at WJFK, and I said. Buzz, is there a real place called Stubville? <laughs> Just a completely non sequitur, out of the blue, and you're going, um, no, <laughs> not that I know of. Yeah, I mean, I'd never heard of it, and you know, I'd, I'd covered just about every corner of Kansas. There yeah. are four of them, by the way. Uh, and uh, uh, you know, no, I had not come across that before. Yeah, I was so disappointed though to learn that there was no Stubville because that's where the but, people train go. But but imagine my surprise or the surprise of anybody who happened to be from Wichita. To see that and go, you know what? He's right. The trains don't run out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Only the cattle and the hogs it, go it out. It took of. John Hughes to inform the people of Wichita <laughs> that's a, that you had to go to Emporia to catch a train. That's right. The best of geography with the uh, John Hughes movies. Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. Let's so, so let's dig in. Obviously, uh, in addition to uh, R- Rand Paul getting pummeled by Rene Boucher, yeah, uh, I want to talk about what happened in uh, Sunderland Springs, Texas, over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yes, of uh, course. Twenty six people dead, twenty wounded. It's another yes. mass shooting using an AR fifteen. Yeah, these um, yeah. firearms. I've been noticing the AR-15 since Sandy Hook, since Adam Lanza used an AR-15 oh, as his yeah, weapon these of are, choice. These are, and these have become very popular since then. Extraordinarily popular. In mm-hmm. fact, they're the uh, they're the most popular firearm in the United States. I think part yeah. of that has to do with the fact, not because they're reliable firearms, but mainly because uh, they're constantly hyped after these shootings involving mm-hmm. AR-15s. Plus. They look like something out of, you know, Starship Troopers or out of some sci-fi right. movie. 
uh, because they're very elaborate, very interesting and ornate almost in terms yes, of yeah. They just they yeah they look like something they're, from outer space. They're photogenic. Uh, yeah, they're very uh, visually attractive to yeah. people who find guns attractive and uh, gun uh, lovers or Second Amendment Amendment defenders or whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Uh, love uh, target shooting with this thing. They say, "Oh my gosh, you've never had more fun target shooting unless you've used an automatic uh, rifle." <laughs> See, I mean- uh, like uh, they or in this case, I think it was an AR five fifty six, which is virtually yeah. the, the same thing, right. just by the from the Luger company. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's what are there like ten million of them now? These things, the sale of these things went through the roof, and it, it yeah. is in fact America's most popular weapon. Well, this is insane. 450 shots that this guy fired mm-hmm. into a church, uh, in or near a church. And, and oh, my God. I mean, you know, among the questions we have to ask is, why can people buy a weapon that fires 450 shots? That's exactly right. One of the reasons why the AR-15 is so popular is because it's so right. customizable. That's why they, yeah. there are things called bump stocks that you can attach right, to your right. AR-15, where it's almost right. like... AR-15s are like the Windows, like the Microsoft Windows of, of right. firearms, where you can right. do more things with them. You can add all kinds apps. of, yeah. Killing, killer, we have killer apps. <laughs> That's right. Jesus Christ. But this one, this AR-15, not only is it, uh, yeah, as you said, 10 million uh, AR-15s in circulation owned by Americans. Um, not only that, but after we have one of these mass shootings, invariably what we always see uh, gun clubs, uh, gun stores, members of Congress, mm-hmm. and that's, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the point of all of this. Members of Congress holding AR-15 well, giveaways, as w- where they're giving right. away AR-15s as wacky prizes. Yes, as, yeah, reg- voter registration <laughs> prizes in, in some locations. Yeah. yeah, basically, let me collect all of your emails, and one of you will get uh, an AR-15 as your reward, right? Right. Right, it's a way to get that mailing list. Yeah, uh, there's one member of Congress from uh, Florida who has done recently an AR-15 giveaway. Uh, former Congressman Steve Stockman, who uh, ended up speaking of Rand Paul, took over uh, Ron Paul's district in Texas and was eventually <laughs> eventually lost to seat because you know he was indicted for multiple counts of money laundering and fraud and all kinds of crap. But Oops. he. Yeah, oops, exactly right. Steve Stockman did, I think, at least two or three different AR-15 giveaways. The first one came within, I would say, two months after Sandy Hook, which is where the AR-15 really became notorious for being involved in these uh, mass shootings. And then there was another member of Congress who, who very recently did a bump stock giveaway. Oh, <laughs> you know, so these are again; these are party favors for these people. That's mm-hmm. what's so uh, disturbing. And then we start to look at all of those contest giveaways in the proper context, which is I- I'm looking at a list here of of more than a dozen mass shootings in the last uh, 30 years that have involved AR-15 style rifles, basically a modified version of the M16. That's what we're talking right. about here. Right. Right. Uh, exactly. 1984 at the 49th Street Elementary School in Los Angeles, two dead, 12 wounded, the AR-15 being the weapon there. We advanced to 2007, Crandon, Wisconsin, six dead, one wounded. 2012, obviously Sandy Hook, 27 dead, including 20 uh, school children. Uh, 2013, Santa Monica, five dead, three wounded. 2015, uh, Little Water, New Mexico, one dead, two wounded. Conyers, Georgia, also in 2015, two dead, two wounded. 2015, Umpqua Community College in Oregon, that shooting also involved an AR-15, nine dead, seven wounded. 
Uh, later in 2015, hell of a year. Uh, Colorado Springs, three dead. San, San Bernardino, 14 dead, 21 wounded. Uh, 2016, Orlando's Pulse Nightclub, 49 dead, 50 wounded. Notice something about these numbers, how they keep getting higher as we go yes, forward in yeah, time. Yeah, and that's the magazines, of course, that are also yeah, available right. freely. Uh, so that you can fire 450 shots. Yeah, and quickly. that was the case. I mean, in, 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 at this at this church in Sunderland Springs, Texas, there were so many rounds fired. This guy changed, I think, changed cartridges four times, mm-hmm. and was was still firing. I mean, this is a staggering amount of rounds fired off uh, right. uh, using this before the guy was was chased down. Uh, of course, Las Vegas, 58 dead, more than 500 wounded, uh, also, and now Sunderland Springs, 26 dead, 20 wounded, using right. this this AR-15 rifle. And I wonder, what is it about the AR-15? I guess it's the fact that you can modify it to shoot more rounds. It's the extended it's, cartridges. It's, it's sexy. It's fun. It's good-looking. This, this is what they're feeling, what they're, what they're seeing in it. Uh, and uh, damn it, it's my right to have one, which is the other, and and it just isn't. I don't care, you know. This has got to stop from the standpoint of no American should have the ability to fire 450 shots. Period. Now let's right. start there. Let's start there and work backwards from that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. I think they believe they believe that you need. For, uh, these extended magazines and and the ability to fire off all these rounds, these ability to uh, spray bullets at your target yeah. with the bump right. stock. That's what the bump stock is designed to do. It's designed right. to spray bullets like a fire hose. That's exact. That's an exact quote from the manufacturer of this bump stock modification. Uh, not that necessarily wow. that was used in Sunderland Springs, but certainly in Las Vegas. And we can expect probably another Las Vegas uh, <laughs> before too long. Uh, uh-huh. Some of these things involve copycats and. The the other thing is, I think the, I think the look of the AR-15 is just in and of itself scary. It, yeah, like I said, it's got that sci-fi look, and so you brandish right. that thing, and people think you mean business. It looks like something out of a military movie, and I think that's yeah, the out point. Of a movie. I mean, I mean you get sexy a lo- to them. Yeah, and you get a lot of these guys, these weekend warriors who uh, like to cosplay with their firearms and their camouflage and all that crap. They like to pretend right. they're in the military, even though they probably couldn't <laughs> pass muster in the actual military. Right. Uh, you, you notice real veterans don't do that, I don't think, so much. Maybe a few. Yeah. But yeah. I, you know, I, I don't know that, uh, I think that's more of a make-believe thing. Well, this guy, uh, you know, there was an exchange in South Korea. I believe this was either yesterday or today with Donald Trump uh-huh. right. and a uh, reporter from NBC News where she asked him, shouldn't there be extreme vetting for gun purchases? Uh-huh. uh-huh. A- and he seemed to insist that, no, no, any sort of background checks wouldn't have stopped this shooter, even though, for God's sake, what we know, despite what Donald Trump said, uh-huh. is that this guy was uh, dishonorably discharged from the Air Force, that the Air Force did not report this information to the National right. Background Check database. So this right. report, this information about this guy who should never have been allowed to buy firearms, given, right. given his background, right. uh, uh, just that, that part of the process didn't happen. And yet Donald Trump says that if that was part of the process, it still wouldn't have Stop this guy from doing this. Disagree. If the if the process had worked, and 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 we obviously have to address this. This isn't the only glitch, by the way. We now know that this guy uh, escaped briefly from a mental institution uh, some time ago. Uh, So uh, in this case, and that is rare, 
uh, mental illness, I, I believe, is a factor. Uh, however, mental illness accounts for only about 4.5% of all mass shootings. Right, right. So this is an exception, but in this case... Uh, yeah, it appears that at this point, mental health is a, and, but the problem, here's the problem with that. Uh, it's a way of, uh, our disowning responsibility for what has happened Yeah, and disowning responsibility from doing anything to change. Well, it's mental health. We couldn't have done anything. It's a guy's crazy. Uh, what could we have done? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and how are you going to just fix mental health? Well, you, you know, so we all throw up our hands and our, our elected lawmakers throw up their hands. And say, well, obviously, there's nothing we can do. It was mental illness. <laughs> yeah, right. And, you and, know, and and yet the mentally ill, thanks to their votes and Trump's signature, uh, much easier now for them to buy guns. Yep. And every time one of these things happens, too, you get uh, people like Wayne LaPierre from the NRA saying, well, no, you know what? We shouldn't focus on uh, uh, we shouldn't focus on the guns. We shouldn't focus on gun control. We should focus on mental health. And that all, that right. has been the case in it's, in, in it's, many it's, recent yeah in many yeah, recent. It's a diversion. Aspects. It's it, just it's another diversion. That's right. Absolutely. And you know what? It's a diversion that uh, Barack Obama tried to address with uh, with a rule in which the Social Security yeah. Administration would provide information to the National Background Check uh, mm-hmm. a database. And of course, Donald Trump back in February and the congressional Republicans uh, uh, repealed that repealed that rule. So interesting, interesting how maybe they could have prevented that. Maybe they could have prevented 4% of, of gun massacres. Maybe that's uh, helpful. I think it is. A 4%, it doesn't seem like a lot, but you know what? Every little bit helps as far of as- Of course. I think, we all, I think we all agree that mental health needs to be addressed. And yeah. Obviously, two systems failed here. Uh, the military failed in not reporting this to the criminal uh, database for background checks. Yep. Uh, and, and, uh, you know, somehow it should have been recorded somewhere that this guy had been in a mental facility and had escaped from it after getting into a violent dispute with the staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so, uh, this guy, if this guy, this guy had red flags all over him and yet somehow he slipped through the system. So obviously we have to tighten that up and maybe new laws can do that. And maybe new laws can't do that, but geez, let's address this. You know, this has got to stop. Yeah, there's got to be. Some, I mean, there's not going to be any one magic. Oh my God, I almost said the magic bullet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> there's not I one know. magic bullet. Know, pardon the pun. I know. But right. you know, there, there's there's going to be there's got to be a sequence of solutions that we can implement to reduce this. Obviously, you're never going to completely end people harming and right. killing other people. That's not right. the point. The right. point is to reduce it as much as you possibly can, so that it's, it's not becoming one of these weekly events that we go through, and then we we wheel out the script and we do the whole thing by rote almost, where it's at least, this and then at, this and then this and then this, right? And I'm going to break it all down on my show Thursday, but at least. Least a third of the mass shootings in the world occur here. Yep. Uh, there, you know, we have, even though the, the U.S. is only about four percent of the world's population, we have forty-two percent of the guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there, there's, and there is a correlation uh, between the number of guns and the number of mass shootings. Uh, so uh, we've got to address mental health. More than that, we have to address guns. Uh, we've got to stop the NRA. We've got to, and we've got to do that by voting. And I hope everybody did today. Yeah. Uh, we're applicable. Yeah, absolutely. Today, today was super important and not quite as important as next year, but today was super important because we're talking a lot right. about a lot of state and local elections and right. that's where the money is. Um, but you know, g- g- winding Trump back into this conversation, uh, he said uh-huh. in response to this NBC news reporter in, in South Korea that of course he pointed to, 
Chicago as being, oh, well, you know what? Chicago's got some of the, he said, he's got some of the tightest gun rules and look what's happened there. It's a disaster. It's an absolute disaster. Can we finally stop talking about Chicago as being this crime capital? Yes, Bob. Yes, Bob, we can. The same day we stopped talking about Hillary Clinton and her emails. I mean, this is another one of those points that they're just going to hold on to no matter how it's disproven. You know, and then, there, of course, there was the uranium giveaway. You know, Mm. I mean, they're never going to let these things go. It doesn't matter if they're true or not. If they just keep hammering away at them, People, it'll just make people uncomfortable and, and begin to believe them in that sense. Buzz, where do you think Chicago is ranked on the uh, the list of top 30 uh, uh, highest murder rates uh, among cities in the United States? Where's Chicago on that list? Where do you think? Not, well, of- one one would think, and I don't know the answer clearly, you do, but one would it's think hypothetical. Th- that, that, it was, that it was up there, you know, that it was up near the top. Yeah, yeah. Well, is it? it's not number one, certainly. It's not number five. Five. It's not number 10, it's not number 15 or 20. It is number 25 on the list of, wow. of, of cities in the United States with the highest murder rates. Not yeah. even in the top 20. Chicago per capita per capita capita. and 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 the other and the other reason that that argument is BS is is because the the, 30 miles away in Indiana uh, the laws are quite loose and that's where the guns are coming in to Chicago from exactly yep you know uh, your your argument uh, about Chicago's tough gun laws just doesn't hold up. Yep, yep, exactly right. And that information, by the way, was from the FBI, so it's pretty much uh, unimpeachable. And, and in terms of what you just said, 60% of all the uh, guns attained by Chicago criminals come from nearby states with lax gun laws. Only 40% of the firearms used in Chicago uh, obviously, in Thunderdome, the way uh, Donald Trump is making it seem, forty uh, percent come from inside Illinois, but all the rest come from states outside, which indicates to us that you know, if we're talking about this logically and not talking about this in Fox News terms, uh-huh. that maybe tightening gun laws everywhere with a national set of laws, maybe that is in the offing. Maybe we should do something like that. What do you say? I think I think that's the. Uh, that's maybe a, a pretty decent solution that will never, ever happen as long as uh, Donald Trump is president, as long as the Republicans control the, Congress. The first step, uh, especially in terms of any kind of addiction, uh, the first step is admitting <laughs> that you have a problem. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, there are, uh, you look at other countries, every other country on the planet, not a single country has more than 46 million guns. Mm-hmm. And that's how many that's how many India has. It has the most at 46 million, except for the United States, which has six times that many Jesus as Christ. 200, 270. Do we folks, ladies and gentlemen, I ask you to look within yourselves <laughs> and ask yourself, do we need 270 million guns? Yeah. Jesus uh, Christ. You know, and, and what do we do with them now that we have them? Yeah, obviously, uh, we use them to freak out uh, on a regular basis every uh, every couple of weeks now. They're just mm-hmm. they're they're wheeled out. Someone goes nuts and and shoots uh, twenty people in a public place, and then what and, happens? And, yeah. yeah, and people have and people have become numb to it. I mean, I was I I don't like it when people are negative, and I didn't like it when people said after Sandy Hook, well, nothing's going to happen here. And we said, well, uh, gosh, if it doesn't happen with the slaughter of uh, this many kids, of 20 kids, uh, when when would it happen? And and we have now have the answer to that, uh, that even that wasn't enough 
to change anything. So how can we expect any of these additional events to do that? Well, you can vote. I mean, that's yeah. that's really the the best thing you can do. Uh, and uh, most Americans say they do choose their candidates based partly on their gun record and, you know, their voting voting record on guns. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the thing about all of this is that uh, the majority of Americans support more gun control. I mean, they support more right, regulations true. on firearms, uh, certainly uh, some of the more, I don't know, moderate regulations on fire, expanding background mm-hmm. checks, closing loopholes and so forth. We're talking most, about most gun owners do believe that in addition to most Americans. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just by huge super majority margins, we're talking the right. 80 percent, 85 percent support Maybe for things higher. like this. Yeah. So it's, it's mm-hmm. really not about making any more convincing arguments about why there should be gun control. I mean, obviously, right. we've all done it, and I've certainly done my share of it, and there's nothing wrong with continuing to do it. Ultimately, though, it's not really about that, because people are convinced. People do support these things. It's really all about money in politics. It all comes back down to that, because it's it's the NRA primary challenging anyone who steps yeah. out of line on guns who who absolutely starts to take uh, a posture in which the NRA can no longer sell as many firearms as they want and that's what it's really all about and the NRA is in business for no other reason not to protect the second amendment the NRA right. uses the second amendment exploits it as a convenient marketing tool in order to sell as many firearms as yeah. they possibly can yeah the NRA i said this before they represent gun makers not gun owners right it, that's, absolutely. that's what that's what they become and and they have suckers blindly following them and yes i'll call them suckers uh and 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 they must be stopped i'm surprised bloomberg or somebody hasn't done this doesn't anybody make a bumper sticker that says i'm anti nra and i vote i've <laughs> see now that'd be a great idea maybe we should do that yeah, yeah. i think someone should yeah absolutely well and then of course too we get the other thing and again this is all you can. I can almost, as a writer, I can almost recycle all of my articles from every oh, yeah. mass shooting and just re- change the names, change the dates, and just put it out there again. Because once yeah. again, we have guys like uh, a Donald Trump Jr., uh, people like yes. uh, Tommy Laren, or I've been saying Tommy Laren. I guess it's Tommy Laren from uh, Fox News Channel. They're all they're all wheeling out the cars and trucks metaphor. Like, oh, you right. know, cars and trucks kill people all the time. Well, you know what? If you want to make that metaphor, why don't we regulate firearms like we regulate cars and trucks? Uh, yes. Yeah. We can also regulate uh, gun owners the same way we regulate drivers of cars and trucks, which mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. extreme regulation, <laughs> not only in terms of, of tax dollars, uh, uh, taxes applied to that process, fees applied to that process, uh, obviously uh, 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 monetary uh, compensation when you're when you're caught and violating traffic laws right. and tickets and so forth, but also uh, p- police patrol, uh, driver's licenses, on down the road, emission standards. I mean, there are so many regulations on cars and drivers. Imagine, imagine the number of fatalities on the roads mm-hmm. if, if none of that existed. And the, and the hypocrisy about it, because uh, using a car argument is fine for them now, but back when they were saying about health insurance, you can't require people to buy insurance. Yeah. Well, we do it with cars, <laughs> you know? And, but, but see, they didn't want to hear the cars argument then. Now, now cars are important to them. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Oh my God! I just, I just, I just pressed the wrong commercial. You set off the bubbles. Is I, what you did, I did. No, that was me with my bong. <laughs> All right. Well, you've earned it, Bob. 
Yes, I know. Usually I try to. I try to. Not always. Uh, okay. Let's talk about uh, Omaha Steaks. Here's my here's my problem with Omaha Steaks. And this is a good pro- a, good problem. A problem? To have. Uh, yeah. Right. This is a great problem to have. There are so many items in Omaha Steaks family mm. gift pack. I had to give away some of my Omaha family gift pack items because I couldn't fit all of it into my freezer. <laughs> You're going to have to get a bigger freezer, Bob. I think so. <laughs> I'm going to have to get a second freezer just for Omaha Steaks products because, mm. good Lord, this is this one family gift pack for only $49.99 if you enter the code BOBC at mm. omahasteaks.com. There, there are so many things, so many delicious things in that gift bag, it, it will. It's possible it might not fit in your freezer. It's it's possible <laughs> you may have to clear some things out, or or have a lot of people over for an Omaha Steaks party. Yeah, there you go. Here's what you get in the uh, family gift pack. They, again, that's for only uh, forty nine ninety nine when you enter the uh, uh, code BOBC in the search bar uh-huh. at omahasteaks.com. That's seventy five percent off, by the way. Wow. Uh, okay, here we go. Here are all the items in the family gift pack. Two filet mignons, two top mm. stirloins, two boneless pork chops, four boneless chicken breasts, four kielbasa sausages, four uh-huh. burgers, my favorite potatoes au gratin, four uh-huh. servings of that, four yep. caramel apple tartlets. Those are great. One Omaha Steak seasoning gift pack, plus get four additional kielbasa sausages for Free and who like the seventy five percent off wasn't enough. That's right. <laughs> who doesn't love free sausage? Everybody, everybody loves free sausages. <laughs> of course they do. Oh my god! Right now, and again, those are their burgers are the best. By the way, too. That's right. Omaha Steaks offers uh, unique gifts for gourmet food lovers. Over five hundred gourmet gift ideas. Great steak experiences at home. The most flavorful tender aged beef, plus seafood, poultry, pork, veal, lamb, veggies, desserts, appetizers, pasta, soup, seasoning, sauces, and so much more. Again, you're going to have to buy a second refrigerator and a second freezer for all this stuff from OmahaSteaks.com. Go to OmahaSteaks.com, enter my code BOBC in the search bar, and get a 75% savings. It's the gift guaranteed to be a hit for any occasion. The Bob Seska Show. Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. <laughs> Thank you, Buzz. <laughs> You're welcome, Bob. <laughs> yeah, see, how many podcasts can say that their announcer is also on the show? I could actually, <laughs> I could actually talk to the announcer uh, every week. That's so I, much fun. I'm kind of an Andy Richter, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so Donald Trump was an absolute embarrassment in, uh, in Japan this week. Uh, during a painfully awkward moment of, of spontaneity, Trump Trump insulted uh, Prime Minister Shinzo Abe by insisting that the American economy will always be stronger than Japan's. <laughs> this was uh, was a horrible, horrible moment. I saw this happening live uh, Sunday night, and I had to do a double take because I couldn't believe what he was saying. In the middle of Donald Trump's prepared remarks during this joint press conference, uh-huh. He d- he stopped and then tried to improvise and said, yeah. I don't know if Japan's economy is as good as ours. I think not. And then he goes, then he turns to uh, Shinzo Abe and he goes, okay. You dick. <laughs> like, uh, like the dick that he is. Yeah. He yeah. said, we're going to try to keep it that way, but, but you'll be second. 
and then Abe Stonefaced uh, just didn't say a damn thing. Just yeah, of was, course not. Yeah. Was not oh amused. And oh then, my uh, god! And then he and then Trump interrupted uh, Abe to rant about Japan not using missile defense to shoot uh, North Korea's missiles out of the sky. It was a question for Shinzo Abe. It wasn't a question for Donald Trump. And then Donald Trump just barged his way in and decided to answer the question. Talked about how uh, uh, and answered for the prime minister. He said he will shoot them out of the sky when he completes the purchase of lots of additional military equipment for the United States. Exactly. Exactly. Ever the businessman, Trump's plan for defending (laughs) Japan against North Korea, he said, well, instead of us defending you, you know, like we have been uh, to a certain mm-hmm. extent, uh, now that uh, things have gotten really hot uh, and I had something to do with that, I tell you what, let's do this. If From now on for defense, why don't you just buy weapons from us and uh, we wish you the best of luck. Is it me or is Donald Trump just his entire foreign policy is just going around as an arms dealer? Like it seems like every, <laughs> well, yes, yeah. It seems like everywhere he goes, he's just like, oh, you know what? I just I sold the greatest planes, sold a bunch of jets, fighter jets to Syria. Oh, th- oh, great! Really? Did you? <laughs> I wonder. I wonder what effect the boon to the military industrial complex has had on the burgeoning stock market. <laughs> uh, <laughs> seriously, yeah, I mean, it you could know, be. The, the the whole reason the stock market has gone crazy, and it's it's a it's a delusion it's an illusion but the reason it's gone crazy since the election of Donald Trump it was on its way up anyway but yeah. uh, the reason it's so crazy now is because business believed on election day and has believed ever since that it can now get away with anything yeah now that Trump's president it's as if there are no more government regulations I mean that's how they're celebrating that's how mm-hmm. that's the level of optimism they're getting they're so convinced that the Trump administration is going to, you know, cut their taxes to virtually nothing for those who are already not paying virtually nothing, uh, or hiding their money in offshore accounts. Uh, he's he's going to make it even easier for them to make nothing but profit. And uh, as long as they believe that, as long as business has that optimism, the the market will continue to grow. But I, you know, like when Trump goes to prison, what's going to happen? Uh, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's what you have to remember. Well, I mean, it's to me, it's really nerve wracking as I watch the stock market climb higher and higher and higher. It's not a sense of, oh, we're doing great. My my right. concern is, again, you know, <laughs> of what? the two of us being the cup half empty side of the uh, the yeah. equation. I'm looking at that. And I'm going. Good Lord, the higher it goes, the more chances mm-hmm. there are of it taking a complete dump on our heads yeah. at some yeah, point well, soon. We've seen bubbles before. We've seen we've seen Wall Street bubbles. We've seen uh, stock. Uh, we've seen uh, uh, housing bubbles. Yeah, and we've seen them burst. Yeah, we've seen tech bubbles. We've seen them burst. They. That's the thing about bubbles. Uh, they're not forever. Yeah, and and at some point the party's going to end, and uh, there'll be a price to pay for that. Now, uh, based on past performance, <laughs> we always end up better than we actually started. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but but I'm just saying much of the gains that have been made. Uh, at some point, I believe, will be lost. And I think that time will come when it becomes obvious that the Trump agenda will not be moving forward. When Republicans get voted out of power and Trump administration officials begin serving prison sentences. Yeah, and then, you know, as, as I look at the, uh, the the economic numbers, obviously it's great now. But being someone who was sitting in the front row of the Gallagher concert when, <laughs> when the last time the uh, the uh, melon exploded on everybody, right. that uh, that was me. I was sitting yeah. right there, and yeah. I'm not. I'm certainly not uh, excited for that to uh, uh, possibly no. happen again. And I'm wondering at what point will it go? And it's possible 
that if tax reform doesn't pass, if this ridiculous, I'm almost hesitant to call it tax reform. It's just a no, yeah, I know it isn't fair to call it that. No more, it's no more tax reform than Trump is president. That's that's how I look at it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. And and you know, so I do believe I, I absolutely agree with you. I think it is a combination of of uh, anticipation of tax reform plus uh, possibly all of these arms sales that. It's just Donald Trump going around yes. all over the all over the world, just saying, "Hey, you get you get some planes, you get some <laughs> missile defense, you get some nukes. We're just going to hand them out as uh, as party favors here, and and, uh, and you get a ship, and you get a submarine, <laughs> and you get a right. yeah, you get an armada, an armada for you. You know they make these ships. They go underwater. They're called submarines. No one ever heard of them until recently. <laughs> submarines. It's amazing, amazing, tremendous technology. He did one of those things again, by the way. He was amazed. <laughs> yes, he was amazed in japan that there are so many countries he uh was actually speaking before japanese dignitaries in the press and admitted to everyone for some reason uh-huh. that he didn't know there were so many countries in the world this is yeah, an, oh, this, we knew that you know we knew the that real and, thing you know i and I, maybe this is left field maybe this one of the things that terrifies me about him is his statement you know essentially that he doesn't need anybody else that he doesn't yeah. need a secretary of state Oh, by the way, he ignored, you know, when Rex Tillerson said, hey, let's let's have talks with North Korea. Trump said, no, nah, Rex, waste of time. Come back home. Stop worrying oh, about it. Christ. I got this fire and fury. We're good. And 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 then and now Trump's going, hey, let's have talks now. See now because Trump's thought of it. Now it's a good idea. <laughs> and right. the scary thing is he has said uh, regarding his secretary of state and a lot of other positions in the government. We don't need to fill them. I'm all we need. Yeah. I'll take care of it. Oh, that's that's frightening, horrifying to everyone, particularly people who have been president and know better. Yeah, it's insane. Not only is he doing that, not only does he, well, you know what, we, need to, we don't need to fill these other positions. The people he's actually nominated for some of these uh, Senate oh, sure. confirmable posts, these congressional mm-hmm. confirmable posts, they're actually, they've actually already started doing their jobs without congressional confirmation right right it's it's unbelievable so the so he's got all these vacant posts and the ones that are filled by people who haven't been confirmed yet they're just doing their jobs anyway there are so many things that if this were any normal presidential administration we'd be talking about that alone as being a constitutional crisis there would be we're we're gonna we're we're gonna need prison buses and paddy wagons just to clear all those folks out oh my god yes yeah have no idea here's uh here's that audio of donald trump talking about how he's amazed by uh the the fact that there's so many countries in the Mm -hmm. world i never ran for office and here i am but i never ran so I wasn't very. Well, well, first of all, what does that mean specifically? Like he never he he did run, didn't he run? Yeah. He, he well, ran. yeah. He means before that you have to. Uh, Donald doesn't use all of his words. He has good <laughs> words. He just he doesn't use all of them, and so you have to kind of fill in some of the stuff yourself. But, but uh, he's he, got yeah. he's got all the best words. I know words. I had the best words. He's got the best words. Experienced, yeah. and after I had won, everybody was calling me from all over the world. I never knew we had so many countries. Never knew we had so many countries. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's this thing yeah. called an we, atlas, we, Mr. President. Yeah. 
Well, we knew this about him. We've said it before. He knows nothing. No. He knows nothing nope. about government. He knows nothing about geography. He knows nothing about world history. Yeah. He knows nothing about American history. He knows nothing about nothing. Yeah. The, uh, th- this guy's just, uh, he's just an empty shell. Yeah. Uh, I mean, along those lines, The View put together a montage of some of the things that Donald Trump doesn't know. This was <laughs> on The View from this morning. The View this morning. Nobody uh, knew that health care could be so complicated. The governor of Puerto Rico is so thankful for the great job that we're doing. And it's the most difficult job because it's on the island. It's on an island in the middle of the ocean. Lincoln signed the law that built the first transcontinental railroad. Most people don't even know he was a Republican, right? Does anyone know? <laughs> and then he brags about how great his memory is and how smart he is. Yeah. And I thought, I thought of a song lyric today, a snippet of, of song lyric that goes, and if I claim to be a wise man... It surely means that I don't know. And and if that doesn't sum up Trump uh, declaring, I, w- I went to an Ivy League school. I'm very, I'm very intelligent. My IQ is higher. You know, it only someone desperate to convince maybe himself and everyone else that that's true, only a person desperate to make that point makes that point. Plus, did you know, Buzz, that he's like a yeah. supermodel except like times 10? You know, that's what he claims. I feel like a supermodel except like times 10. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus God, we're so screwed. He's like a ten-year-old kid. He really, at best, really is. At best. <laughs> All right, one last break, and we'll come back and talk about Carter Page and Mike Flynn right after this. You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business proudly creating our vegan-friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours. Visit BubbleGenius.com and check out our cause-related items, too, like our global warming soap and a lot more. We donate our proceeds for those items to worthy causes, like organizations combating climate change and mountaintop removal mining. Good stuff like that. We also send our products to the troops overseas through our Buy a Soldier a Shower campaign. Because the least we can do is keep them smiling and smelling great, right? So visit BubbleGenius.com and feel good and clean. Bubble Genius, doing our part to make the world a better place, one bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com. Bob Seska! This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Okay, listen up. Doing a huge push for our Patreon page. Uh, my goal is to bring in enough new subscribers to add a Wednesday show. So if everyone listening uh, signed up right now for just $1 a month, we'd far exceed that goal. We're at 78% right now. So we're getting close. Also, let's talk about subscribing for $15 a month on Patreon. That's our top level. Just $1.88 per show. That's nothing. You won't even see that coming out of your account. So in addition to the very uh, to the uh, free Tuesday and th- uh, Thursday shows, you get two post-mortem shows per week, plus the Friday after party every week, and my exclusive reading of the Steel dossier for free. And we'll take out all the commercials from the free shows, too. But only if you sign up at $15 a month, just go to bobseska.com and click the all-caps Patreon link just beneath the logo at the top of the page. 
and please tell all your friends. While you're there, by the way, make sure to check out our Target link and our eBay link. In the coming weeks, we'll have more to say about those, but uh, no longer are we dealing with Amazon. Uh, and if you've been listening to the show for the past couple of weeks, you probably know why. And, uh, and so now all of that's been replaced by uh, better links, but much, much better links. eBay, uh, Target, these are great places to shop. Plus, I, I think we're going to be adding we're going to be adding a Kohl's link coming up here shortly. I can't promise anything, but possibly a Kohl's link. So we'll see. All of the Kohl's shoppers should like that. You're uh, turning into a mall. I know. <laughs> it's becoming that way. But, I mean, it's it's really illustrative of the fact that Amazon.com has basically cornered the market. I mean, Amazon yeah. in so many ways yeah. almost is acting as a monopoly right now. Uh, I know Walmart is trying to take uh, take a stab at Amazon.com, but of course we're talking about Walmart. It's, you choose your evil right. empires, I guess. Uh, and you know, I was thinking about this too, along the lines of of Disney trying to buy 20th Century Fox, and how everything oh, yeah. is just consolidating and consolidating and consolidating. Eventually, it's just Jeff Bezos and Disney will own the entire world. Oh, soon everything will be owned by AT&T, and, uh, which brings up the question, aren't you glad we broke up the phone monopoly? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember, remember that. That was, yeah. that was hilarious. Uh, okay, uh, moving into uh, to Russia here. Looks like uh, Mike Flynn and his boy, uh, also named Mike Flynn, are going mm-hmm. down. These guys uh, may be the next on the list of indictments, although they may have already been indicted. It's possible that they've already been indicted right. and those indictments are sealed. And mm-hmm. who knows when they're going to be unsealed. Uh, but I hope this is the portend of possibly another father-son duo going down as well. Which is, Yeah, it's, it, we have uh, two Dons and two Mikes, as it, as it turns out. That's right. Isn't, isn't, isn't that interesting? <laughs> uh, but... but uh, and and how about that? But fingers uh, crossed, you know. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's a it's a it's an interesting situation. It's a, it's exciting. I do yeah. think I think I predicted on your show maybe last week when we were talking about the initial indictments that I thought that Mike Flynn would be next, and it appears now that that will be the case. <laughs> Another exciting development, though, on the horizon is uh, uh, next week for the House Intelligence Committee. They'll be talking to Keith Schiller. Uh, Trump's longtime bodyguard, friend, and confidant. Keith Schiller has been with uh, Donald Trump morning, noon, and night yeah. since 1999. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, he's he's been with him through all of Celebrity Apprentice, and for a little while he was the director of Oval Op- Office Operations uh, and, and uh, running security, uh, running point on security for Trump, uh, and is just now left to get into private work, apparently, but still returns to the White House occasionally. So these guys are very close. Nobody probably knows more about Donald Trump than Keith Schiller. It's yeah. been said that he may know more about Trump than any of Trump's wives <laughs> know about Trump. Uh, and uh, next week, uh, this, the House Intelligence Committee is going to ask him questions. So this this could get good. Maybe he's moving on to uh, buy uh, and schlep fast food for some other uh, oligarch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because right. that's what we learned about this week. That Keith Schiller was... Uh, was going out making McDonald's runs for uh, for Donald Trump when the White House chef couldn't adequately duplicate McDonald's food for Donald Trump. 
Oh, my gosh. This is a real thing. So Keith Schiller, wow. uh, we've got a couple of roles. We've seen uh, Keith Schiller in a couple of roles. Well, not anymore, but it was certainly in the past year. Keith Schiller uh, was sent to Iraq <laughs> with Jared right. Kushner for some reason. Right, right, and sat at the table with other world leaders. Yes. Have we, why is why is the bodyguard sitting? Oh, never mind. I know. Well, did, have you learned why they were doing, why Keith Schiller went to Iraq? Have they reported? No, I, I no, lost track no, of that. that that remains, yeah, and everybody did. I mean, I'm sure somebody's still on that. Uh, somebody's still trying to, and maybe uh, we'll find out more about that in the coming week. But uh, not only why did Keith Schiller go to Iraq, but why did he sit at the negotiating table? <laughs> yeah, you know, that's that's we just we don't normally allow the chauffeur or the bodyguard to to, to hold that sort of position. I mean, it's basically. Or, or, yeah. uh, well, no, go ahead. I was just going to say. I was going to say, or or our daughters. <laughs> Yeah. Right, right. right. See, now, when I look, when I think of Keith Schiller, the first, the first two names that come to mind are Mike Ehrman uh-huh. Trout. Mike, I mean, this guy looks like he could be Mike Ehrman Trout's brother, and he's he's been from Breaking Bad, uh, the right. uh, Jonathan oh, okay. Banks character. And, oh yeah, uh, yeah. That it, Mike, I love Mike. Yeah, yeah. and and so it seems like uh, Donald Trump has got that kind of uh, a penchant for characters like that, surrounding himself with, and and that uh, I think is also indicative of the fact that Donald Trump is from New York City, and in New York mm-hmm. City, there's this, there's this whole, there's this vibe among real estate guys where they. I think, and it's this way mm-hmm. with with Paul Manafort, certainly, I think that they've got some sort of mafia fetish. I think that they think, on some level, they're like organized crime. And so they, they almost... What, you don't... What, you don't like his suits? You don't like Manafort's suits? Is that your problem? <laughs> right, right, yeah, exactly. The whole, and they, what they try to do is they try to adopt all of the... The, the language and the uh, little memes and the things that uh, the right. mafia says. And they, they kind talk of fancy tough. themselves. Yeah. yeah. Wear, exactly. wear fancy suits, talk tough. Yeah. It was like uh, when The Sopranos was on. You, right. go, you right. go into the water cooler room. You go into the break room at, at work. And all the guys the next morning are, hey, forget about it. You know, they're, they're doing the whole mafia <laughs> shtick because they, they just love The Sopranos so much. And I think seeing all of that climb, uh, seeing the entire... Uh, mafia culture up close and certainly it's it's deeply connected with new york real estate uh that they actually adopted some of those some of those mannerisms and it's just so fucking annoying but uh so so my Polly walnuts manafort <laughs> that's exactly right in fact that's what uh uh former nsa analyst john schindler on twitter <laughs> refers to uh oh. To Paul Manafort as as Pauly Walnuts, and then uh, uh, Trump is uh, I think Donnie Two Scoops. I think that's uh, <laughs> Trump's <laughs> perfect, perfect. nickname. Perfect. Uh, but it looks like they've got enough evidence to indict uh, uh, the the Flynn boys, uh-huh. uh huh, and maybe. <laughs> You know, I'm thinking about naming today's show the Don and Mike Show. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, please don't, please don't. Let's just let's keep that among ourselves. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> Carter Page is a goddamn mess. How about this guy? People are comparing him to a malfunctioning android. Uh, oh, he's hilarious. He's he's Ebb from Green Acres. <laughs> I I love this. I love this guy. You know, I mean, he just uh, says things, and he has no lawyer, and. 
Uh, he, he talks rather freely and, and incriminates himself and doesn't realize he's saying it and says things that no lawyer would ever let him say. Yeah. And, and he's just on the loose out there. He's kind of a wild card. And, and he just has, a, I don't know, he has a friendly face. He's sort of a fun character. He's sort of a, a comic relief for the rest of this grimness. Yeah. And why does he keep talking? That's, that's my big <laughs> question. Like, every chance he gets, he's on Chris Hayes just blabbing, just blabbing away and just doesn't have I, any sort I of self sensor i i think it's because he has an agenda he has a story to tell he he he, you know he's out there arguing that this russia thing is all fake news and of course in doing so he's just digging everybody deeper yeah uh and who knows who he may incriminate in addition to himself but he thinks he's gonna clear this up by making those cable news appearances yeah well back in uh let's see uh he well yeah he testified to the house intelligence committee and completely threw and by the way these uh, transcripts are available now yes uh man. but he completely threw a bunch of trump people under the bus in this testimony sure. uh let's see sam clovis uh uh-huh. hope, hope hicks who's now right. the current communications director jd gordon uh cory lewandowski uh-huh. is also thrown under the bus who all evidently heard from Carter Page. The, all of these uh, Trump insiders were aware that Carter Page was making these trips to Moscow. I mean, now, again, is- I'm going to put an asterisk on Corey Lewandowski because we don't know about him yet. And I, I'm not defending him. I'm not saying he's innocent. I'm not saying he's guilty. But there's reason to believe that although he heard about some of this, he was out as campaign manager before a lot of this went down. Maybe I'm wrong about that, Maybe, but the impression I've gotten so far is that all Lewandowski was exposed to this stuff, in this case from Carter Page, uh, that uh, he, you know, he didn't necessarily go along with it. In fact, we're finding out Jeff Sessions didn't go along with it, uh, really, and tried to, tried to shut it down, or so it appears. When Do you know, uh, Buzz, do you recall when Corey Lewandowski left the Trump campaign? Because I'm no, going to say it was, like, it was I, like April yeah. or March or something, 2016. I, I think it was later than sooner, uh, because... Uh, you know, Manafort was with the campaign five months, uh, but it was several months in before he became campaign director or campaign yeah. manager. Uh, so there was some overlap there from the Lewandowski days, which is another reason why Lewandowski might actually be clean in the end. Although, again, I'm not giving anybody a pass. Well, this is Carter Page testified that he told Corey Lewandowski about Moscow in July 2016, which seems awfully late uh, to involve Corey Lewandowski because I'm, I'm yeah. fairly certain that Corey he Lewandowski. Was gone. Yeah, Lewandowski was out in the spring and not, mm. not around. Maybe he was around. Maybe he was just sort of in there as a uh, consultant or something. I thought it was late spring, early summer that Lewandowski left and Manafort took over his campaign. But again, I don't have the timeline in front of me. Right. And meanwhile, wasn't Lewandowski mentioned at least by title in the uh, God, all the names in the Rick? No, yeah. not the in the George Papadopoulos indictment. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I just I, yes, I almost said Rick Gates, and then I almost said Paul Manafort, but it's actually George Papadopoulos that Lewandowski was mentioned by Papadopoulos, but mm-hmm. by whatever his role was in the campaign, as far as uh, 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 Papadopoulos right. sending emails around to Trump senior staff saying, "Hey, look, look I want to go to Russia. I want to set up a meeting between Trump and, and Putin in Russia. How about that? What do you think of that idea?" And I think Lewandowski was one of the recipients of that. And and I think you're right, though. I don't know how uh, don't know. how deeply ensconced in this Lewandowski happens to be, but I've been seeing his name popping up more and more often. And in really, yeah. in just in, in my following of this uh, this story, 
I haven't really heard a lot about Lewandowski. In fact, I only just added Lewandowski to my uh, my dry erase board last week <laughs> or something like that. I'm keeping right. a list of all of the uh, all of the characters and 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 both on the yeah, Russia side you and know, the American side. When- when we make the movie, we're going to have to cut or combine some of these characters because there's simply yeah. too many of them. Yeah. Uh, so when he returned from Moscow, this is Carter Page. When he returned from Moscow, Page sent uh, an email to campaign officials saying he'd received incredible insights and outreach from senior members, quote unquote, of Putin's administration and suggested right. that Trump should make a foreign policy speech in Russia and, quote, right. raise the temperature a little bit, unquote. Page maintains that his trip was made as a private citizen and unrelated to his role with the Trump campaign. Okay, sure, of course. Right. Uh, meanwhile, Don Jr. promised uh, Natalia Veselnitskaya, or as uh-huh. I, Rachel Maddow was, last night was saying, yes. Veselnitskaya. Yeah, no. yeah, now I think she had it wrong. I think you have it right. Okay. That's what I think. And she doesn't get it. <laughs> She doesn't pronounce everything correctly. Then that's okay. We we like her anyway. That's yeah. I'm often uh, correct when Rachel Maddow is wrong. Hello, right? Bob. I know. Um, so so Don Jr. promised Veselnitskaya that Trump would look at sanctions when he takes power. This is according to Veselnitskaya herself, uh-huh, right, right. which we don't know how honest a person she actually is, and considering no. how close she is with the Kremlin, uh, it's possible that this is more disinformation. It's hard to trust anything coming from any Russian these days or 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 anybody in the trump administration i mean we we know of nine people now in trump circle nine count them nine yeah who had contacts with russia during the campaign and or transition uh and and the, that list may grow from here it's uh you know it's, it's it's obvious it's got to be obvious to everyone including trump where this is headed is there one member of trump's orbit uh buzz beside trump himself who you really want to see get indicted in all of this? Who you really oh, would like yeah, to see charged? Uh, the, the, oh, the guy, the guy I'd most like to see in orange would be uh, Jeff Sessions. Really interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think he's the scariest and most dangerous. And if I were to hate someone, I would hate him most of all. Yeah, yeah. He's in a, he's in a serious position to do uh, all kinds of damage on many right. different levels and not just right. having to do with uh, uh, any sort of conspiracy to undermine the United States. But, yeah, I mean, in terms of his control over the Justice Department, he's got an enormous amount of power um, on many, many different levels, uh, you know, one of which being his his intention to crack down on federal drug laws, uh, which yes, is is yeah. kind of scary uh, in terms of states where marijuana is legal. Uh, he right. seems to uh, suggest that he wants to overrule those state laws yes. and, and, and pursue uh, possession, pursue uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, sales and so forth. He, uh, he wants to go after the users in states where that state has the created a, a, a legal thing to do <laughs> yeah right. uh, and and that just sets up a war between the federal government and the states and and the states have grown to like the tax money that they they get from uh, from legal weed recreational and medical yeah and of course this has uh, very little to do with the fact that Jeff Sessions is a raz- like a raging racist just a big time black people hater and Yeehaw. yeah exactly and so, so he uh, 
he can't go down soon enough as far as I'm concerned, and I'm glad to hear his name popping up more and more often these days in the uh, Remember. The, yeah. Remember, he said the reason he didn't join the Ku Klux Klan is because there were weed smokers in the Klan. <laughs> oh, God damn it's it. It's true. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Now, uh, Jeff Sessions has moved to the top of my list. Thank you very much. I was going to say Don Jr. I want to see Don Jr. go down. Just well, a- sure. I. <laughs> <laughs> but Jeff Sessions, you're right I want to see... I want to see all the boys go to, to, to prison. I, I, I think all of the Trump boys are smarmy. Yeah. Uh, but but the, the smarmiest of all of, of the Trump associates and the one who could do the most damage, uh, Jeff Sessions, that little, that little evil elf. Yeah, yeah. Well, and meanwhile, Wilbur Ross seems to be under some increased <laughs> scrutiny these days after the, the Paradise Papers have been released. This is a, another uh, elf. Another elf. Yeah, I mean, both yeah. of these guys look like their names. <laughs> who, who, yes, who was yeah. it? Uh, uh, what was the? I think Bill Samantha- Maher. Yeah, was it? Yeah. yeah, well, Bill Maher Friday night said that uh, we would know Wilbur Ross's name as Wilbur Ross just by looking at him. That's he, right. He looks That's like right. a Wilbur it Ross. Was Maher. Yeah, yeah, he does. Uh, but yeah, but we've got these papers, that these uh, massive dump of uh, stolen documents from this Bahamanian law firm. <laughs> I always like the uh, uh, quirky St. Clair waiting for Guffman uh, pronunciation of the Bahamas. The Bahamanian. And (laughs) and so there's this law firm and uh, a bunch of uh, documents about uh, offshore tax havens and so forth was was leaked uh, to The Guardian. And uh, and Wilbur Ross is involved with extensively involved with uh, Russian oligarchs, has business deals with Russian oligarchs, including one oligarch, at least one who's under sanctions by the United yes. States. Right. What's right. the yeah. what's the legality of that? Is is it is it illegal? Isn't it illegal to do business as an American with some with an oligarch who is under sanctions by the United States? Yeah, I don't know if he has a loophole here or not in the fact that he's involved with a company that does yeah, I guess I mean it, it's it's how connected or not connected he is to this. Yes, he is an investor in a company that does business with a Russian company that's on the sanctions list. So uh, whether or not that makes him personally liable or culpable, I don't know. But, uh, you know, yeah, of course it looks horrible. It looks fishy. And isn't it interesting that of all the things that he supposedly let go when he took this job, that was one he hung on to. Yeah, yeah. He Didn't he divest himself from uh, something like 60 or 80 holdings, but, yeah. but kept this one? Right. I kept right. this one involving a Russian oligarch who's uh, who's under uh, sanctions, under American sanctions. Jesus Christ, <laughs> these people. Uh, I, you know what? I want to get into uh, healthcare, but yes. we are we are out of time. A couple of things uh, I wanted to mention with regard to healthcare, though. Uh, one thing I do have time to mention is that it is it has been thirty seven days since the Republicans allowed the chip program to expire. Thank you for pointing that out. 8.9 million children, uh, healthcare stolen from them by these uh, these Republicans in Congress who, I don't know what they're, I have no idea what they're planning to do with this. It is, there's little reporting, if any reporting coming out in terms of what the Republican endgame is with regard sure, to chip. Sure, sure. Yeah, mean, yeah, it's uh, save the money and give it to rich people. Unfucking believable Again, as always, whenever I mention this, you got to go back to the George Carlin singer, which is... Uh, if you're uh, pre-born, you're safe. If you're preschool, you're fucked. And that's right. uh, that's the case with these uh, these Republicans. That's right. 
Uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about uh, climate. Hopefully, uh, people won't turn off the show as soon as we start talking. Because that seems to be the thing. No one wants to talk about the climate crisis because I think it's so it's so futile. I, I think our people do. I think your people do. I think it's something this audience cares very much about. It's our survival. I hope so. I, hope so. Yeah, I yeah. really, 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 really do. Uh, and I'll talk about the mistakes I made on last week's show. <laughs> <laughs> you too? I, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. If, 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 I, if I started correcting all of my mistakes... Every show would be just nothing but corrections of the previous week's show. I I just hope people understand what we meant. (laughs) Okay. All right, that's coming up on the Postmortem Show. As I said earlier, uh, we are doing a huge push for our Patreon page. So go to bobseska.com right now and click the all-caps Patreon link just beneath the logo on the main page. takes you to our Patreon page, and you can sign up at a number of different levels. If you... If you just want to support the show, pop in for a dollar a month. I think that's doable, isn't it? Sure. Support the show. You don't get any bonus extras or anything from that. You just get the satisfaction of knowing you're supporting independent media, right? Support the show. That's exactly right. And at $5, you get the post-mortem show, which we're going to do right as soon as this music ends and and stops playing. We're going to start talking a little bit more. That's the post-mortem show. If you sign, by the way, if you sign up at the fifteen dollar level and you get the commercial free version of the show, the commercial free version of the show blends seamlessly into the post mortem show. So mm. if you subscribe at that level, you don't have to download the post mortem show separately. It's all part of one big unit. That's coming up next. See you over there, folks. Bye bye.